Hello, party people. Welcome back to an episode of Bryology 101. Today, we have a very, very special guest, Ashley Kwai, CEO and founder of the Kwai Tribe and the Kwai Hats and Scarves. She is incredible. We cover subjects from the feminist movement to online marketing, sales, and really the troubles and struggles of starting a business and how it's not all sunshine and rainbows. This was an incredible podcast. If you like it, all I ask is please tell a friend, share it on your social media, or just let me know. Send me a text, send me a DM, say that one sucked or that one was great, but I know you will love this one. And as always, this podcast is sponsored and brought to you by The Refinery Barbershop in Springville, Utah. The number one barbershop in Utah, as said by me and many others. They don't have too many seats that can be filled, but if you give them a call and say you heard about them on Bryology 101, they'll give you a discount and also get you in to be able to get a haircut as soon as possible. They are the best over there and they treat you right. This podcast is also brought to you by playerspass.com. Play more golf, pay less money. Your golf course, anywhere. The following sponsor is by The Kwai herself. Go to thekwai.com for any scarves and hats. And on Thursday, they're releasing a new product. So be aware and get ready. Now, welcome Ashley Kwai. But this is seriously, this changed my life. Subtle plug. Because it, it doesn't, it like tells you like what you're grateful for every day, what you're excited about for that day, your positive affirmation for that day, your focus, your exercise, your priorities. I love that. I've never done one like this. Change I love that. I do that every morning and night. Really? Mm-hmm. Already? Well, well, I don't write it down, but I need to. Oh. You know, yeah. like me and my daughter do the, what was the perk of your How day? How old your daughter? 16. Mm. I'm old, guys. No. I'm like, but she, you're, you're not mom's old. age. You're not old. She's probably the coolest 16-year-old around. We're total opposites. Really? So she's definitely the coolest 16 Yeah, yeah I'm exactly. just kidding. No, exactly. <laughs> she's, in, she's kind of a book nerd, super smart, like MIT's already looking at her. I don't even know where commas go, like for real. <laughs> Like, I don't. Like, I have to really... But you're entrepreneurial. I am. But, like, she is so... She can... I mean, she's smart. Like, she's a homebody introvert. Yeah. Everything Mm -hmm. in between. But she's right. When's her birthday? She's a Libra, September 26th. Okay. When's your birthday? January. January. 18th. I need to buy a Kwai. So, the last two I've done... I have the stuff. I just haven't hung them up yet. We're going to put shelves right here. And I have a shirt from one, CBD oil from another, and then I need to buy a quad. Are you into CBD oil? Recently, have been put onto it. Don't know much oh, about it. This is interesting because I actually have a very good. I don't know much about it. Um, I've only started learning because my sister-in-law has stage four um, colorectal cancer. Oh no! And my friend Ryan Hill uh-huh. owns a company called Well House. Um, they just launched at Sundance. He was in Forbes. For CBD oil, so he's worked with. Um, Are we starting this already? I've been started. Oh, oh. I thought that was all good. I thought this oh. is great content. This, so this is. 
We'll uh Can I do this? Yep. So you'll keep it about a fist away, give or take. It's not too bad. He can always mess with it. Okay. Um but this is exactly how the podcast will go. We'll just oh, talk. Okay. And I'll ask questions. Um that's a good idea. But that's exactly how it is. So we'll just start, you know, shooting the crap. But it, this isn't live right now, right? No, no, no. no. We'll okay, go good. through and edit. So like last time and you can edit this. Nah, he doesn't have to edit this out. Um the last person we interviewed, he had certain things that he wanted us to take out. And okay. so we just go through and we take out certain things that he doesn't want to get out there. So if there's anything that you say or do and you're just like, um, that's a little confidential for, you know, the quiet tribe. We're not going to, you know, I don't want that to go out there. We can always take it out and then publish it. You know what? If I say it, that's one thing about me. It's got to be out there. All right. You sure heard it here. Calling, guys, you know. Yep. <laughs> so I don't know much about CBD. I just um, my older brothers talked to me a little bit about it. I listened to the Joe Rogan podcast. They talk a lot about it. And Dan Spurgeon one of my other brother's friends, he just started, he launched a CBD company. Oh. And so I was kind of, that's why I'm going to have a CBD oil up there. Cause it's, I like to have something that they all do mm-hmm. or kind of, that's why the Kwai scarf is something I want to hang oh, right here. I so it's like, you one. Well, I can just and we have some dope stuff coming that everything we launch, I'll come so you can this and I need one of those maybe that you hang your hat on. Oh, Mm-hmm. I need one of the hats. We've been talking about the hats for like a year. Um, you don't even know. Like the struggle is real. Actually, this style will be the first one we launch. Okay. They're is fun. that? This is um, called the Z. Okay. Which I haven't even told people what they're called yet. So Uh-oh. all my products will be named after somebody that has touched my heart in some way. Okay. So everything kind of has a story. So it's not just like you get on and it's another hat. Like. And then there's so much more to the hat that I haven't told anyone yet because I'm still finalizing everything. Well, it's been what two years since I've you started. I've been working on it for a a solid year and a half now, but like quit my job, my good job, my lifestyle uh, about six months ago. So it's been. I'm so excited. We're gonna get into all of it. We're gonna yeah. get all the dirty details. Yeah. Let's uh, first introduce yourself. Who are you? I'm Ashley Kwai. Ashley Kwai. But everyone has always called me Kwai. Since Queen Kwai. See, I get, I'm like, ew, no, don't call me that. <laughs> um, but no, it's Kwai, not Key, not Quay. Um, just think of like, why ask why? Just buy the Kwai. Okay. You know, like voting kwai. season. Come on, we have so much <laughs> stuff that rhymes with my name. Like, I'm not using it because it's my name. Right. Like, I'm using it because maybe we have stuff launching next year for kids it goes really good with it okay so, so you yeah. have some stuff in the works and who are you ashley Kwai? what do you do what did you do where'd you come from uh, first off born and raised in utah utah what part of utah um, provo right here oh nice i have so much utah pride so if someone doesn't like it <coughs> i'll be the first uh-uh have you lived somewhere else that's my question arizona arizona Peru, doesn't count california but how long per like have you lived lived Peru two years i guess california doesn't really. count okay arizona for how long? 21 years. But I, oh, but I feel like that's still a very um, prominent Mormon community, or no? Am I wrong? Um, Yes and no. It depends on the city. Mesa, yeah, Gilbert, kind of. Queen Creek, where I grew up, more or less. Okay. You had people riding quads and horses to church, so it's a lot different. It's kind of like Heber. It's definitely developed now, but before, mm-hmm. it was less. I, I have a tender okay. spot for Arizona. Okay, and I don't know Arizona that much besides I need to go ride there. Oh, like absolutely. Now. Your Harley. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Bought Makes from me your friend. Which one? Um, the, the 
the the tall one you were at remember the first time i met you was at the westerner oh You're, uh, the tall one thatcher um, thatcher thatcher lamb i bought my bike from him really yes i did not know that and kids a stud it was my first bike i'd ever bought him i had not been on a motorcycle like i took my course i was scared out of my freaking mind really like, i remember looking at him and going i know i can do this and just trust me, but I can't buy it unless I drive it. I didn't know that. Yes. Thatcher taught me how to ride a motorcycle. Did he? Yeah. I was like the girliest man you would have ever met before I moved up here. I was like. <laughs> Brothers like, yeah. <laughs> seriously, I like played sports, football, basketball, track, lacrosse. That was cool. That was like, I uh-huh. was like the jock life. But dirt bikes, Harleys, snowboarding, wakeboarding. I was such a pussy. Honestly, I was. Really? And then I came up here and met a good group of guys. And they're like, look. Let's get you your man card. Wait, so how long have you been in Utah now? Since June of 16. Okay. Since so June almost is? four years. Yeah, not that long. That I'll tell long. you what it is. I'll tell you, try to get this just a little oh. bit closer, just so the yeah. sound's kind of together. Yeah, is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll tell you what the difference of Arizona and Utah is for me. Okay. And people disagree and agree. I like the warm one. But I also yeah. like the seasons, so I understand. Okay. But I don't like shoveling snow. And I don't <laughs> like wiping snow off the windshield <laughs> yes, at 5 okay. in the morning when you're going to the gym. And your hand is cold. And if I am going to ride a motorcycle, I enjoy to do it year-round I instead know. of... But it is hot in the summer. I will say June, July, and August are really hot. Then the rest of the year is 70 degrees. Yeah. And you enjoy it. And every house has a pool. Everywhere has an air conditioning. And you're never going to be sliding on the roads because of the ice. Yeah. So those are kind of my main things. And I grew up there, so I know all the cool things to do. Here, the mountains are beautiful. Yeah. I do love Utah. Yeah. I don't know if I love the people so much in Utah in certain areas, in certain areas. But that is kind of like my biggest thing is the snow. Okay. And yeah. it's hard I'm, for me. I'm not a snow person either. Okay. I don't ski. I don't snowboard. Um, I brunch really <laughs> well. So I guess Sundance, like Sunday peop- brunch. Yeah. So, or Park City. I'm in Park City all the time. My okay. family has a home up there. So. But yeah, I'm just, but I made it. I'm like, if I'm going to live here, I can't complain about it. Okay. You know? And so it's one of those where I'm like, you know what? Suck it up. And I feel winter is the time to recoup. If we didn't have winter, I wouldn't appreciate the spring and the summer. Mm. You know what I right. mean? Right. Okay. Um, but I do wish I could ride my motorcycle year All round. The time. I am like Jones in. Like, it's my almost anxiety the time. is like, I'm like, I just got to get on my bike. I got to get on my bike. I got to get on my bike. My bike, 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 bike. bike. My older know? brother rides all the time. Oh, really? He just did, uh, what did he do, Alex? The California coast. He went from, California to yeah, I think he started in San Diego and went all the way up to oh, wow. Washington or Oregon. I don't remember, but he rode all the way up and then back down. Had a great time. They loved it. He has a sweet Harley. Does he, is it a, uh, it's like a Dyna. Oh, okay, yeah. That's mm. my, I'm, I'll never sell Gertie. Um, Pretty Gertie is my girl. Okay. But I need to get a bigger bike because my bike is not a long distance okay. bike at all. Well, those big ones are huge. Those are huge. And, and they're pretty expensive. And they're kind of ugly. Oh, extremely. The ones with the... Well, yeah. you can quiet out. <laughs> you can quiet out. But I don't know. I It's weird because when I bought my motorcycle, mm-hmm. I had no idea about bikes. Literally, I was on KSL and I was just going, yes, I go, I like the way that one looks. And I showed a ton of people. They're like, that's a big bike. Because I yeah. have a Sportster 1200. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, well... But if I go smaller, what if I outride it? And everyone's like, "Why? Let's let's see if you even keep riding." Okay. Like no one. Now look today. Exactly. How long ago did you buy the bike? Um, it my I'll be riding for two years this 
April. Okay. So I haven't been riding for long. Yeah, but I can ride now. He'd be proud. Oh, he'd be like... The girl that was like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. <laughs> I'm like, vroom, vroom. Yeah. like I can I can ride now. So <laughs> he's probably you're probably better than me. And he taught me he's probably embarrassed. Do you have a motorcycle? I d- that's my 50 right there. Oh, that is a beautiful she's 50. Gorgeous little girl. Stunning. Oh, she's just awesome. But no, <laughs> I don't. I uh, all my friends have stuff. So if I ever need mm. to ride something, I can always just text them and ask. Yeah. And I have a sp- a spending problem different than other people oh, i well, don't hear. spend my money that's but good. to the point where it's a problem Is i it? yeah like i will go to h&m and find a five dollar t-shirt and i won't buy it and i'll need it i just won't i won't spend my money on anything so Haley will want to go on a date she's like let's go to the movies i'm like or we could watch netflix since you know we pay for that already and it's to the point where it's it's good but if you're going to have cash, why why not use it sometimes, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. But that's where you just you set your goals. Right. Like how much you're – because that's – to be honest, that's why I'm doing my thing because I saved my freaking money. Oh, okay. Is it hard to see what I've saved? Literally, like I could have bought a very nice home right. going down. But guess what? If I didn't budget, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. So Which is building your empire that mm-hmm. you, you know, you love. You guys sold out of the, is it a scarf? What do you call it? Um, it's a it's a lipstick scarf. Lipstick so which scarf. was kind of like my makeup, kind of giving a farewell to my makeup days, which has been my huge provider for me and my daughter basically since she's been born. Okay. Um, and it was just, I worked for a makeup company here in Utah, which I honestly cannot say how thankful I am for everyone I met there. Mm-hmm. Um, they're called presenters okay. and they are makeup people, you know, makeup people. They sell their makeup product, but mm-hmm. are amazing women and men, um, prom- more women than men. But I mean, these presenters are why I'm doing what I'm doing today. Okay. Like they are just everything. How do you get in? So how did you get into the presenter? So I was married. Okay. Um, and I lived out east. That's why I'm like, I'm. Uh, I love you. We're out east. Richmond, Virginia. Oh, okay. Which was a wonderful. I lived in a town called Goochland, Interesting. which was right by Short Pump. Do you see what I'm seeing yeah. there? Really, those are town names. Really? I'm not kidding. Yeah. So, go- what was Gooch? <laughs> Goochland. Goochland and, sh- and Short, Short Pump. Pump. Mm-hmm. Well, that's your first mistake. You chose the wrong cities. Right. Beautiful. I was a country girl oh, out okay. there. You know. Um, my ex-husband and I are still great friends. Mm-hmm. He's a stud. Um, but yeah, when I moved back here, I actually wasn't working. I was kind of just trying to figure out what I was doing. Okay. Um, cause when I got married, I quit. I left my job, everything to go support my husband. Mm-hmm. So when I got back, I was just like, I don't know what I want to do. I'm do you regret that? Um, no, because, um, before I got married, I was a prima donna. Okay. I will be the first to say, like, I didn't know how to wash my clothes. I didn't cook. I My daughter, like, I had a nanny for my daughter that helped me with everything. And I, w- I mean, I was a beast. Really? Um. I, yeah. I'll to, say to what extent? To, like, the bachelor extent? Like, No, I was never. So, I, I guess everyone kind of knows me as I am blunt. Okay. I, I don't, I, one of my favorite sayings is, 
don't have a wishbone, have a backbone. I'm doing so good at not swearing right now, too. Oh, so I just have go. to like pat myself on the back because I'm just like, <laughs> I would have just dropped a total F-bomb and I didn't. Go cly. Okay, anyway, sorry. <laughs> I was just like, I love you. really doing good. Yeah, like, I'm all, killing yeah. it. Um, but if, if it slips, I'm just... We'll edit it. Yeah, okay. I mean, I don't... It's whatever, <laughs> you know? I'm, I'm doing really good. Oh, so you're I'm killing it. Right you're killing it. Um, but, um, yeah, I just... So I've always been very blunt. I've always said what was on my mind. I will never talk behind someone's back. What I say is what I would say to their face. So if I left this and I was like, ooh, she had a black hat on that I thought was so ugly. <coughs> if you came and asked me, I'd be like, yeah, I totally said that. What yeah, about exactly. it? I thought that. Um, but I've learned over the years, mm -hmm. and it's still something I'm working on, is that it's not about what you say. It's about how you make someone feel. Mm -hmm. um, but again, that's hard. Because I feel like society nowadays, everyone wants to cry about something. Um, so Complain, it's kind yeah. of finding that it's been hard mm -hmm. finding that I keeping my bluntness, but also making sure I'm not I don't want to hurt people. The ones you're blunt about, they know you care. Yeah. OK. Um, so, you know, that's kind of one of the great things about getting married is I grew up a lot. So you you got married. I'm. Correct me if I'm kind of spoiled, bratty, mm -hmm. moved out, and you learned how to do laundry, how to clean a house, dishes. To, oh, I hate, I still freaking hate dishes. Laundry's the worst. Laundry, don't get me started, but I do it now. Laundry's <laughs> the worst because it's never ending. Your clothes are in the washer and dryer, and unless you're naked, you're dirtying more clothes. Okay, so here's a question for you Do you wash your clothes after every time you wear them? Are you one of them? Or do um, you like wear it a couple times and it, then It wash depends it? on the clothing article. Okay. Pants. <laughs> two months. No, <laughs> the pants are a couple times. Yeah. Shirts once. Okay. Because shirts, for I feel like for a guy at least, are I mean, maybe everybody, our pits are pretty stinky. I mean, like we sweat everyone. throughout the day. You got to wash. You can't. It's yeah. kind of gross. Um, my underwear, every uh, one oh, time yeah. use. I wear, I, th not this might be too TMI, but okay. I seriously switch my underwear like two or three times a day. I do. I don't like if I work out, then I, I shower oh, oh, like oh. twice a day too. You mean you switch? So you'll start the morning. You have a morning, an <laughs> uh -huh. afternoon, and a night pair of underwear. Uh -huh. I thought you meant like you wear them three times before you wash them. Ew, no. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine? I can't. Ugh. No, Juices. like, yeah, you. Uh. Yeah, no. Like, I, yeah, usually I shower in the morning, then at night I take a bath, and then it's like, in yeah. Yeah, you gotta switch. Right? For sure. At least two a day. So that yeah. makes sense, actually, mm -hmm. for sure. So you learned how to do laundry. <laughs> Back on track. <laughs> learned how to do laundry. Um, it was just like I literally. Um, and you had your daughter. I had my daughter. Okay. So in Virginia or here? In Virginia, she came with me, of course. Okay, um, but you, but she was born. No, so yeah, my daughter was born here, but her biological dad passed okay. away, um, like a year after she was born okay. of a heroin overdose. Oh. So okay. we and it's a huge lot. Like it. That's also another thing I always say is ditch your story. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people don't know that about me. And I have a story like that's just the sugar coat of it that I could play the woe is friggin me. But it's like, why? Like be an advocate for anti drugs, mm -hmm. like supporting people getting healthy instead of playing a victim role. Like, come on, like 80 mm percent -hmm. of people out there are have a story. Right. I'm not special. It doesn't right. make you special. 
Um, and so I think so many people think they're special because they have something dramatic that's happened to them when most of the world has. And the person sitting next to you stories a lot more like it, it could be worse than yours. Mm-hmm. So it's like, don't let that be you, but let it help you grow. But don't let that story define you, you know? Don't play the victim to your yeah. circumstance. And so that, yeah, so my ex-husband, that's another reason why he could have been, even if he was horrible to me, he is so amazing to my daughter. Mm-hmm. And that is To this dad. day. Mm-hmm. To this day. They are BFFs. Awesome. Like, and so I just, I mean, but that was important to me. I would have never married a man that did not admire my daughter as much as me. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I didn't get after um, her, his name was Sita, okay. um, passed away. I didn't even have, I, I'm not a dater. I don't date a lot. So um, I didn't even marry him till I think my daughter was eight. Oh, wow. How mm-hmm. long did you guys date then? Um, we dated about... We, he proposed at a year okay. because ladies, let me just say this <clears throat> and you should listen to this too, darling, both of you. Because, oh, uh-huh. All right, let's hear it. I will not date a guy for over a year. Really? If I do not know I want to be with this man by a year, I will not waste my time. And if he does not know that he wants to be with me by a year, then I don't want to waste any more of my time. And he proposed to me literally like almost right after a year. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it was right after. Yeah. And then we were um, then like planning and everything. We ha- I think we had been together for almost two years once we got married. Okay. So, so it was a long engagement. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And you moved out there and then you moved back. A lot of things go on, I imagine, while you're in Virginia. And then when did you, when you got back, I'm sure you didn't have much when did you get your job back on your feet and how did you get involved with the presenters? Mm-hmm. Um, well, when I got back, I actually ran a medical facility in Salt Lake called Trilogy Medical, okay. um, which I love them still. They're amazing. Um, did that for a couple months, but I just wasn't fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Um, before I got married, I had, you know, I was a makeup artist for Mac, did stuff for People Magazine. Like I did a lot of stuff. Um, and I was just like, who am I? Because when I moved out to Virginia, I lost all of that. Mm-hmm. I was like, literally became like basically a PTA mom. Oh, um, nice. Did fundraisers, which was great at the time. Right. Um, but to be honest, I hadn't, when I moved back, I had no idea who I was. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I've always been proud about is I've always from a young age known who I was. Mm-hmm. Um, so in, like I'm, I wasn't raised LDS in an LDS community. Right. Um, my parents got divorced when I was around five Okay. and I still remember one of my best friends coming to me saying, I can't hang out with you anymore because your parents are divorced. Oh my gosh. But I think most kids would be like, <gasps> cry. And I, I remember, isn't it crazy? Like incidences you remember. Right. Uh-huh. I remember looking at my friend and I go, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, but all these friends are mine. So whenever you want to come play with us, you're more than welcome to. <laughs> And I like just skipped off and I was like, I don't care. Yeah, like, looks and that's like you're kind of, out friends now. Yeah. Like n- stuff like that. Like other people, mm-hmm. what they've, I, it has never really. What a shame that that happened. First got, of all. Yeah. But you know what? It still happens too. It's so stupid. But it's not only in the Mormon religion. Oh, it's. Yeah. And that's something I learned um, when I moved out east. And that's probably one of my other things. I'm so glad I got married and experienced the east coast living mm-hmm. um, for that reason is I kind of was 
not anti-Mormon, um, but kind of like done with being judged. I had right. a child out of wedlock. Wah, wah, wee, wah. Like, come on. Right. Right by BYU. I live five minutes from BYU. So I heard what everyone said. Never cared because I'm like, guess what? I'm a better I'm mom. Fly. I make more money. And I'm going to show you who's boss. So right. Let it feel the fire. Yeah. But when I moved back, it's the first time I was kind of like sunk. Mm-hmm. Like, who am I? What am I doing? Like, ah, I lost myself. Like, I used to be this. I don't want to be that anymore. But I don't want to be this. So... Um, it was kind of a weird fog. I can't even say it was emotional or that I was like, it was just a weird phase mm-hmm. of figuring out. So I did the trilogy thing, um, didn't really like that. And then my friend, Natalie, that I really hadn't talked to in a while, reached out to me. She goes, this is going to be sound so weird. But I saw um, a job that is a makeup artist here in Utah. And I'm all, a makeup artist? She goes, for a makeup company. I go, in Utah? Mm-hmm. I'm like, darling, you're <laughs> cute. Like, you're really cute. And she's like, well, I'm just going to send it to you and just look at it. Mm-hmm. You might be interested. I never look at stuff, right. ever. Like, and that she sent it, and I opened it up, and I actually went and looked at the company. And what the company stand for st- stands for still is um, women empowerment. Okay. And that kind of caught my attention. And because right then, too, was also the whole feminist thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that whole movement. Mm-hmm. What year is this? This was, what year? We're 2019. 19. This was like 2016-ish. Okay. 2017. Oh, so like 16? two years ago? Three yeah. years ago? Okay. Yeah. Um, so how long were you in the fog for? How long were you back? In I would say like year and a half. Okay. Like Not feeling like yourself. Just kind of figuring it out, figuring that the old me wasn't me. And I think also when you move back, oh gosh, this might, and, um, okay, here we go. When you move back and nothing's changed, mm. people are still the same. Things aren't, haven't moved and you're totally different. So the people you did hang out with, you don't, it's not that they're, you're any more than them or any less. It's that your vibes don't vibe anymore. Your right. frequencies are off. hundred percent. Um, so that was hard coming back and being like oh my gosh this group of friends that were my homies like I really I think they're wonderful but I just don't gel with that anymore oh yeah I think a lot of people that one go off to college Mm -hmm. and I can speak for it as being a returned missionary you go for two years and the whole time you're you're thinking about people and what they're doing and who they are and old friends that you love and care Mm -hmm. so much about and you come home after two years expecting them to have um, I want to say progressed mm-hmm. or changed with you, and they haven't. They've almost stayed in that small town vibe, right? Yeah. And, and it's it's almost heartbreaking to know that you're different than who you were, but everything stayed the same, and you don't know what to do because yeah. you almost feel like you need to go backwards to be part of them again, and that's not legitimately that's not what you're supposed to do, and that's not what you feel like you should do, but you're kind of caught in a trap. Yeah, and so I think that's exactly it. I think a lot of people feel that way. And I think it's not just, you know, missionaries that come home. I think it's people that just like you move away because they get married or um, people that go off to college somewhere else or study abroad. And it's just Mm -hmm. completely a different, you know, thing altogether. But, yeah, I think that's something that you can relate to a lot of people with that Mm -hmm. kind of come back and they're in this fog. Yeah. So you were in the fog for about a year and a half. Yeah, and I can't say it was even a bad fog because I had all these great experiences, and mm-hmm. um, but I think it was just figuring out who I 
wanted to be, who I was, where I fit in. And mm -hmm. I felt like I've always fit in. I've always been able to make friends. And I felt, I don't know, it was just a weird, it's like what you said, like you kind of do degress because mm -hmm. you go back, but then you finally reali realize you're like, this is not what I want. I am not about, like, I, I just am past this. Mm -hmm. um, and again, it's not that you're better or worse than the people you hang out with. It's just that truly I believe in frequencies. Mm -hmm. And I just was on a different frequency. Mm -hmm. And so it was kind of finding new friends yeah. and, you know, and getting my daughter acclimated. Mm -hmm. And her school was 45 minutes away from our house and focusing on that and making sure she was happy. And so... You know, it wasn't just me coming back and being able to focus on me and what was next. I had my Z to worry about. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know. Do you feel like that, that not digression, but that time of not knowing who you were, do you think that was essential to who you are now? Oh, completely. You know, it's like when people, when you're in your lows, and this, I always say this to people, and then when it comes to me, I have to remember it. You, That's how you get your highs. Mm -hmm. So if we don't have our downs, we're never going to figure out or even appreciate the good right you know and it sucks oh, is awesome because mm -hmm. it never changes once you think you freaking get there oh you are not there because then you have to evolve and you have to get better and you have to do this and that and i will tell you like oh yeah i had a when i realized my daughter was gonna leave me last summer was it last summer yes i had no two summers ago when she turned 15 it hit me that she was going to leave me and she, like, single moms, sorry to all you married people out there, we just have a different connection. Right. Like, she's my partner in crime. Mm hmm And, oh, I had a total breakdown. Like, my friends had never seen me like this. Literally, they looked at me, they're like, we don't know what to do because we've never, never seen, seen you, like, <laughs> break down. Right. It was, you know, so it's been, like, a crazy, the, everyone kind of, I think, has known me as, like, tough, quiet. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't cry. I get stuff done. It's like, no, man up or get out. And I think that's part of who has changed in me is that I kind of have a little bit more of a heart, mm -hmm. just a little bit more. But kind oh, of, of just evolve. Oh, I cry all the time now. Someone tells me I look pretty. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I love it. It's like <laughs> tears streaming down my face. Or someone's like, quiet. Have you been working out? I'm all, no, but does that mean I look skinny? I'm like <laughs> crying. I'm like, oh my gosh, who is this person? But yeah, I think, you know, that fog then brought me to unique, mm -hmm. which I don't think I would have gone. I would have been arrogant. And been like, the makeup company uh -huh, that, um, I would have been like, I've worked, done this and that. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was truly the peep. So presenter, so unique is an MLM, um, a makeup company. And I, like I said earlier, the presenters are the girls and men that sell the makeup. And they showed me so much love. I mean, they, I honestly, and I say this, they are why I am doing what I'm doing. Wow. Um, they are hustlers. I mean, these women that this, I mean, MLM, I mean, I'm sure you know, oh yeah, that's it is no joke. And most of these women, I mean, a lot of them are making, I mean, their husbands quit their job to help support them because they're making great money. Mm -hmm. And while they're doing it, they're helping other women. And it was just, and of course, that's not, there's ugly women out there too. Right. You know, you, you can't. Like everywhere that. else though. Exactly. It's not. It's not just with Unique. It's with anywhere. Ed, and yeah, absolutely. With that being said, 
the whole feminist act like yes i truly believe women are just as equal to everything as a man mm-hmm. but i also believe that if you want a man then let your man be a man okay and i think women yes we can do everything that you guys can do mm-hmm. do we deserve equal pay absolutely but like you guys are should be better at certain things than us right guess what me i've been a leader my whole life absolutely the man i end up with you better believe i will trust that i will trust everything he says because i'm so done with leading i want a man to lead me i don't care like women will probably be like who is this this is not quiet but for real it's like i don't care if i'm a step or two behind him you, are, you know what I mean? You would love my mom. Ugh, oh, my gosh, Alec. I love don't you moms. think my mom, you and my mom, she she says, I'm a follower. I'm not a leader. Mm-hmm. But until I have a good ass leader, I'm yeah. going to lead. Yeah. So I'm not going to follow a dumbass. That's exactly. what she says all the time. Yes. That's like something that she's like religious about, mm-hmm. which. Yeah. Like that's uh-huh. something that she totally just like 100 percent believes in. Yeah. So I I hear you on that one for well, sure. And I just think women during this whole feminist ass, uh, feminic, feminist act were so degrading to men. I do. I really think that. And I'm sitting there going, yes, are there asshole men out there? Absolutely. But dude, I believe that the one reason why women do not get ahead is because of other women, not because of other men. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, is it hard in the industry that me, like I'll be on at certain instance i'd go into a meeting i'd shoot it like this and yeah they'd be like dude quiet's a bitch right a guy can go in and do it and he's a man right so like stuff like that stern-headed yeah yeah that needs go to change her. but guess what ladies let a man open the door yeah. let a man pay the bill let a man like be a man let him be the hunter that you guys were raised right you know like when it empowers like, us too. Exactly. Makes and us so, feel, yeah. You know what I mean? And I think just watching that, and I'm bad because I'm very masculine. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard because one of the things I've been so proud of growing up is that I've never depended on a man to pay my way. Mm-hmm. All of my Louboutins, all of my nice things, I have bought on my own. Mm-hmm. I've never depended on a man to pay my way. But I know that's also intimidating to a man, and it's hard. Like, I'm usually like, oh, I can pay for it, but I'm trying to learn to let. Do you think it'd be hard for you to let a man, if someone came into your life right now and took I you mean, to buy, you know, a purse or something, oh, would that be difficult for you to let happen? It would be so hard. And guys have tried. Like, I've dated some amazing guys, and it's the one thing, like, when we, I'm still friends with all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've said, they go, it was hard because we would try to do something nice for you, and you wouldn't let us. Mm. And, um, but uh, that's one of the things I have. To, uh, one of the things I have to work on is like dropping that wall and letting. Why a do you guy think that wall's up? Um, I think you know. I don't know. I come. My mom's very strong. My dad raised me. Basically, don't depend on a man. You make your way, and you be successful on your own. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of it. Um, that I, you know, I think too. I'm a single mom. That I'm proud that my daughter's gone to Waterford. Mm-hmm. She went to one of the top private schools out in Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um. And, you know, I'm, I don't know. I think it's, it's... Well, it's definitely a strength, no doubt. It's a strength. But I think sometimes our strengths, and you could say this mm-hmm. isn't the fact for you, can become a weakness oh, um, moving forward and in certain aspects that we, we grab so tight to a strength that we have 
that it ends up we're just we're choking it to death like the mm-hmm. like the chicken that gives golden eggs right yeah. and then you kill the chicken because you're holding on to it too tight oh, totally. i have those too but that i mean do you think that's something that that strength could also be a weakness moving forward or has been oh absolutely but i'm definitely learning my lesson now because i am the poorest i've ever been in my <laughs> life right now and what so i that man can come through and buy ex- whatever uh, now i'm like um hey do you want to pick up dinner this time <laughs> are we cool with that um like okay i'm i'm, I'm, I'm cool with this because right now i'm broke right. you know like starting a business is you know who was i i was just talking to a friend and i have had luck i am a lucky person i have had jobs land like all my jobs have literally come to me and it's like here you go (laughs) just there you go Clyde like and it was like I was working for that company and struggling and like just again like I had all these hats custom made Mm -hmm. and I would wear them and people be like oh my gosh we love them where'd you get it how much and I would tell them how much and they're like oh we can never afford that um custom hats are expensive but everyone loved them. And so even though I was making great money, um, pretty happy. Um, I'm not a corporate person. I've learned that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I could ever work in a corporate world. But I was very happy being surrounded by such amazing women and men that showed me my worth and pushed me like, Cly, if we can do this, you can do this. Um, and I, it just hit me. I'm like, I need to do hats. I, but I don't want to do it. I want people to feel like a million bucks without having to pay for it. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, was is like my whole thing behind my company is y- my motto is breaking the mold. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of like if you want to ride a Harley and wear heels, go for it. You don't have to be tatted up and to do that. And um, you can be a makeup artist and ride a Harley. Mm-hmm. Like it's just all the preconceived notions that we have about everyone. Um, I'm sick of it. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of being put in a box off of the way I look. Off of what people think you are. Yeah. Right. You know, and it's in the business world. It's in social world. It's, you know, kind of everything. And so I'm hoping that, you know, it's kind of just breaking down those walls and making everyone feel welcome. Like, come sit with us. I don't care if whatever you look like that or act like that. Well, unless you're an asshole, don't sit with <laughs> us. But, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. It's been like, I remember when I first started writing and mm-hmm. I pulled up in Park City, which I'm there all the time. And I got off my bike and a guy came up to me all tatted. I mean, and I've seen him before. I'll be honest. He scared me a little. Like, mm-hmm. I'm all, oh, like his face totally covered in tattoos intimidating yes very intimidating and i get off my bike and he came up and i'm like hey like shaking i'm like oh what am i you know he's like yeah "Yeah, i've seen you up here before and i always thought you look kind of like a bitch and i'm all "Hmm." he's all but now that i know you ride a bike you've got to be pretty cool (laughs) and me and him sat down and talked for like an hour and just talking about that and how I judged him and he judged me and here like we're friends now every time I see him I'm like hey I know his brother like it's just crazy how the relationships a a little motorcycle just broke down those walls of two people that would have never talked to each other that are now friends right you know and 
so it's it's crazy, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you get it. You're like a little cutie personality, no. hot even body, nope. like you know. And so, but then when people meet you, you're so fun and personable. And I think it's it's crazy that we all have these fears mm-hmm. of um, getting shut down, basically. Right. You know. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's something that I love to do. I'm that weird person in the airplane that likes to talk to the person that's yeah. sitting next to me. Because I think everybody, that's the whole point of this podcast. Um, one of the points is to pick people's brains who are further in life than me, right? Mm-hmm. Who have I think of as successful. You're incredibly successful to me. Um, I look up to you. You're a leader. You're incredibly strong. And I think your story is amazing. So I like to pick people's brains to figure out how I can incorporate the lessons that they've learned into my life. And I have it on a podcast so that other people can learn from it as well. So I'm not being selfish, right? Mm-hmm. I want other people to hear I it. I love that. But the second reason I have it is because I believe every ordinary person is extraordinary mm-hmm. in how they become that way, right? I, I think, that. you know, anybody, just like that story, you met him on a motorcycle, you thought he was scary, but he ended up being a great guy. They are everywhere. Mm-hmm. They're the guy at the gas station, the guy on the ski lift, the, the girl that you know you see in the mall and she drops something and you help her pick it up and all of a sudden you just start talking it's been an hour later and you're like oh wow she was amazing yeah. you know and a lot of times we can't even you know there's social media but a lot of times you don't look them up and you're just like that person was really cool yeah. and I, I'm doing that one to hopefully encourage people and there's like some business in this because I really oh like yeah. business and I like to learn things and um, that's how I am but I want people to know that literally everybody has a story everybody mm-hmm. you can learn something from everyone i was just texting someone the other day um about this piece of land that they're looking to buy mm-hmm. and they're talking about how their dad was super into real estate and had all these businesses yada 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 and and they were like you would learn a lot from them i was like mm-hmm. well you can learn a lot from everybody yeah and then they didn't respond because i'm sure they were like well my dad's the best or yeah. something but it's so true you can learn a lot from everyone so that's why i had you on and this has been what two months in the making we've been trying to have this happen but it's been awesome so now let's go sorry i just want to rant i try not to rant on my own podcast oh no i love it because i'm learning from you too you know i I gotta be selfish i gotta soak up your knowledge here too you know not much knowledge coming from this but we're i try to do my best when i can so we're gonna rewind to the Kwai tribe okay you have a following of people that love you did that start at unique? Um. Y- well, so remind you, like, Instagram and all that. She says that she is, what do you say? You're allergic to technology? Total. She's not. She is social media wizard. No. She knows how to get people to respond. She's amazing. No, I, that is, I think. Humble. No, <laughs> no, no. I think my so I don't. On my personal, I've never sold stuff. Mm-hmm. I won't ever. I won't ever blog. This is just me, A, because that shit is hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. What those girls and guys, I'm like, what? Like, I looked right. into it. I'm like, mm, I can't. That's just not. Too much. Yeah. Um, but I think, so my following has kind of just happened organically. Mm-hmm. And I think it's been from seeing my posts. Like, I love to travel. Mm-hmm. Um. I I don't real I'm I'll, I post what's real like right authentic and I, I think people get that I'm not doing it for followers like because what am I gaining off of followers mm-hmm. do you get what I'm saying right. like no absolutely um I've never got like I 
until I started my business, I never looked at how many followers I had or how many likes. My friends would be like, did you see how many likes you got on a picture? I'm like, I have no idea. Right. Like, I looked at comments and would respond. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it wasn't until... You were social on social media? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Funny how that works. Right? Incredible. So, like, I would interact that way. And I think um, people saw, as much as a lot of people hate my honesty, I think more appreciated. Right. I think a lot of people want to speak that truth, um, but are scared. Mm-hmm. Um, trust me, I get, whew, I've been slapped down before where I'm like, oh, hmm, okay. <laughs> like, you know, but th- I love that. I mm-hmm. feed off, um, I feed off of that. Right. Because I feel, and one of the things I've worked on, because obviously you can tell I can talk all day long, oh, is you don't learn anything from talking. You learn everything from listening. Mm-hmm. Everything. And... I mean, and me and my best friend Dixon, we are like, like Love we Dixon. have a heart. Oh Love yes, yes, Dixon. you know Dixon, duh. Love Dixon. I was just with him this weekend. Oh, you oh. We uh, synergies had a cabin up at Sundance. Oh, okay. He came with Ryan and um, AJ and David, so they were oh. all there. The girl uh, and Josh. Sorry, I can't oh, forget yay. Josh. So they were all there having a good old time. I love Dixon. Yeah, he's he's a dream, and so we've worked on it together because we before we can even sometimes finish listening to someone we have what we want to say and we're like and then we're yeah. like oh shoot we should have listened the whole way before we went jabber jaws you mm-hmm. know um so yeah i guess yeah so yeah right. I can but it started building i agree with you mm-hmm. active listening is the best talking right because yeah. then you can repeat which i just didn't do as i'm saying did. that you just did <laughs> <laughs> um but i if I understand correctly, you weren't trying to build an Instagram. It no. just built. And yeah. I, what I love about your Instagram is it's, you're right, it's so authentic. The comments and the ladies that follow oh. you are... Inc- are they not everything? They're incredible. No, and like, I can, I, people, I don't care if a guy comments on my post. I, my women so supportive and oh just oh my gosh and like i can't even i mean when i say i owe where i'm at right now i won't say today because today was a day but like <laughs> what i'm doing um i owe it all to them it's for reals the like, support you got when you started the quai mm-hmm. was i mean i knew about it before the quai was even announced because you were talking to me at yeah. the at the gala uh-huh, remember yep. and to Sahali and i and i love Sahali. I hope she's she like comes my, here soon. She's like my girl crush. She, she's amazing. I don't know where she is. Allie, go and text her. Let me see where she's at. Um, she said her dad has her car, so I don't know if she has it yet. But they all supported you in a way when you announced it. Mm-hmm. That, and starting a business can be kind of nerve-wracking. You can not know it's if it goes ner- well. I still don't know if it's going to go well. Oh, it's going great. I love it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, like, it's... <laughs> okay, anyway, well, it won't... Like, you know, but yeah, yeah, no, leaving unique. Um, I was nervous. I was like, okay, all these women that I love, mm-hmm. now that I'm not with the company they love, are they still going to love me mm-hmm. for me? Um, because honestly, I love these women. Like, I can't, like, I tell everyone, I'm like, these women changed my life. Whether they know it or believe it, they did. Mm-hmm. And men. Like, there are a couple men that I met, and they are... And I mean, they truly, I try to tell them and I wish I could do more, Mm -hmm. but like these women are 
some of the most amazing people you could ever meet in your life. And you empower them. They empower me. It's cr- for real. It's like that's the thing is like I they just I mean, yeah, and they send me messages. Like it was actually I'll tell uh this story so I'll cry every time. Um I left unique. And I had when I left that night actually I went out with some friends two girls actually that were very good friends of mine um and we got into a heated conversation and I can truly say I have never been treated so disrespectfully in my life and I had never I called Dixon on the way home and Dixon still he's like I've never this is one of the instances I've never heard you like this ever mm-hmm. like what is go- I couldn't talk um and the next day I was driving and I never looked at my Facebook messages I really never got on Facebook and I just had a feeling to get on messenger and I saw messages from a lady named Shelby who I had met through unique and I had done her makeup well really didn't because we started crying and I was like, oh, you know, <laughs> and she left me. Oh, you're the best. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> she had left me voice messages Um, that I had to pull over my car because it's just like it, she left them two months earlier. And it was like crazy that I didn't get on because I needed those messages that day. Mm-hmm. Um, And it was crazy. We I started a thing like um, I did a a makeup thing that was called hashtag um what was it It was like who is who is your shelby um and those messages literally like changed my life like it was one of those it was like you are here for a purpose and you're doing it don't let others set you back Mm -hmm. um but don't it was it was so meant for that moment Mm -hmm. it's just and that was my thing i'm like how crazy is this life that Everything happens when it's supposed to. I mean, she sent those, left those messages two months earlier, and I get it on that day. Mm-hmm. And it was cool to do this thing that, like, you know, got a lot of people involved in sharing their stories. And, um, and again, it's another thing. I'm like, through, you know, through Unique, that I met this woman who then helped change a point in my life mm-hmm. that I could have been like, I'm not, I'm, I need to do something that, uh, totally different. Um, so yeah, that's, and it was, know, was it women. something specific that she said, or was it just the fact that the supportive message came through on that day? It was crazy because when I talked to her, she had no idea I was thinking about leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, and in these messages, she said, you are so much more than where you're at. Oh, wow. You are destined to do something bigger. And so it was all that. And she had no idea what I was thinking then. And, you know, she knew that I was struggling when I talked to her earlier about, you know, this or that. But she, you know, she didn't know. And it was just like, you know, you did. It was kind of that confirmation. You did the right thing. And we're here for you. She was Um, almost like an angel at that moment. Yeah, exactly. And she, Shelby is an angel. She is, she's actually a pastor. Oh, nice. Uh I love, so so wow. She really kind of is. And so it was just, it's crazy how events happen. And, you know, like these women have kept me going, truly. Mm -hmm. Like even now, 
even today, I mean, it's, it's just nuts. And that was one of my biggest fears was I hope that they love me how I truly love them. Right. And yeah, there have been some that I thought were like, I was really close to that. Nope. I left unique and it was like, Shh. cut off. and it's hurtful like yeah. that, you know, because I'm like, Oh, I didn't, I didn't just like you because you were one of their top people. I genuinely like cared you. for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the thing when I let you in, you are in. I would take a bullet for you. If someone tried to beat you up, oh, I'd be the first one in. I didn't care if it was a 10-pack of muscly <laughs> men. I will be in there swinging fists, getting beat up with you. Like, right. when I let people in, like, you are my family. Mm-hmm. Um, you are invited everywhere I go. You are welcome anytime. Um, so stuff like that I do take really personable. Right. Um, but... You know, it, I've, that's one of the things I'm learning is you you win some, you lose some. Right. So. Well, and some people are intimidated by your success, right? You know, I have a hard time. I don't, When people say that, I'm like, I don't know if it's that. I don't. Or like people, oh, they're jealous. I'm like, no, I don't. I don't think it's jealousy. Uh, I, I don't know what it is. Well, I've seen, and this could just be my opinion, but I've seen that people want you to be successful, but they don't want you to be more successful than them. They want you to either be yeah. at their level or slightly under, but they don't yes. want to feel inferior maybe as yeah. I want to support you, but I'm supporting you to this point. And once you hit this point, you're you're too far. That's, yeah, that's and, very true. And I've seen that to an extent of um, I have the best friends, right? Mm-hmm. But I see people around like I had really good friends that have done really good things, great things. Mm-hmm. And people that were friends with us all of a sudden aren't so mm-hmm. close because they're you know, hitting yeah. a level and you either support them all the way through or you see who they really are and what they're really trying to do. And, you know, I think you, you're, I want to say network, but it's not even your network. You ha- you have the right word, your tribe, your quiet yeah. tribe, your sisterhood. Even, I'm sure there's some brothers in there too. Oh of yeah. a brotherhood. I mean, I'm part of it. I follow it and I <laughs> comment on everything. I'm like, yeah, do that. So yeah, that. Yeah. And um, I really think you empower them and they empower you in the Kwai, the company that you started is almost a way to give back to them yeah. and, you know, support this lipstick scarf, um, as a symbol to who you are breaking the mold and wear this hat. That's not super expensive as a way for you to symbolize who you are mm-hmm. moving forward. And I think that's something that over just listening to your story. And I didn't know any of this prior to tonight, right? Yeah. I think it's become a cycle all the way around of I knew who I was. I lost who I was and I found who I was. Now it's mm-hmm. break the mold and everyone find who they are. Yeah. And yeah, I that love is, that. That is ki- I've never looked at it that way. Yeah, that yeah. is kind of it. <laughs> That's kind of cool. I'm trying. I honestly, <laughs> no, like I'm n- honest, honest. I've never looked at that it, that way. Uh-huh. Like you just did. I'm trying. I don't know. I'm just trying to read into it. Huh. I'm curious. I'm a curious yeah, person. So I've I do never this. honestly looked at it that way. That's pretty cool. It's, and it's true. Okay. So well, yeah, it's true. It's you know subtle plug, subtle plug. <laughs> Everyone subtle go buy a scarf and a hat. Yep. At what's the website? Um, thequai.com. Thequai.com. <laughs> we'll see if we can get a, a promo code for the Quai Tribe. I don't Ooh. know if we can. Put them at the beginning. See what happens. Ooh, that might be a possibility. Well, let's uh, see if there's any scarf. You guys sold. So let's talk. You launched. I want to know the story of because you guys sold out fairly quickly. Yeah. How many did you make? Um, up front how many have i made um a lot okay like right now i'm all i'm trying to think um gosh a lot they're still sold out 
Thir- uh, we're restocking on Thursday oh, exclusively on Facebook. Oh, look, yeah, he's <laughs> you're it's good. Um, yeah, we're restocking on Thursday, but we're doing a, a, an exclusive 24-hour sale for Facebook only. Okay. Um, so you have to be following my page, and that um, with that, it will go on sale there first with free shipping, and then goes live to everyone else on Friday. Okay. Um, so you know, I don't know, like I, I just. I don't know. I who knows how much I'll sell. I'm shooting like I hope I sell maybe twenty or fifty. I have no idea. Well, how many did you sell the first time? How many did you sell? I hate saying numbers, but a lot more than that. A lot more. Okay. So you don't want to say you don't have to say. I don't like saying numbers. Okay. Okay. Ballpark over over a hundred. Oh yeah. Yeah. Over two hundred. Yeah. 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 yeah, Over three hundred. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In between six hundred and seven hundred. More. Okay, but okay. let's just stop. We're there. stopping there. I just more than seven hundred. I just don't like dropping. Right, uh, right. Like, but it was that had to have felt good. It does, and it it's. I love seeing like people all the ways they can wear it, and you know, I know well, the one thing that's cool is some people that like I have so many guy friends. They just got on and bought it to give. They're like, you know what? It's that's Christmas what I'm time. Do. I'm giving it to my mom. I'm giving it as presents and. That's another thing I've learned is have zero expectations. Mm-hmm. Zero. Because the people that you think are going to be there won't be. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that in negative. Um, but some of the main people in my life that I thought would be some of my biggest supporters haven't been. And it's not, I'm not mad. Mm-hmm. I'm not, it's been a little surprising. Um, but then you have people you've never met mm-hmm. that are... Holy crap. So Sharing your post, commenting, liking, buying your product. And you're just like, oh my gosh, like you don't even know me. Mm -hmm. You don't even know me. And you're showing me more love than some of my family members. Yeah. Oh, I felt that way about the podcast. I've had people that barely talked to and they'll put it on their story. And I'm just like, thank you. And then some of, you know, people closest to me are like, yeah, it was good. I listened to the first 10 minutes. I'm like, "Mm, sick. Thanks. Yeah. It's like, geez. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. So, (laughs) and that has been another huge lesson is zero expectations, which is hard, but I say zero expectations for everything in life Mm -hmm. because you'll always get let down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Most of the time, you know, when you have, even in relationships, um, expectations, usually you get let down because you... It, you don't talk about things because you just want to be a certain way, you know? And so, um, yeah, that's one of the things I'm like, I just can't expect anything from anyone. Well, and I think, I think that's slightly different than no expectation for me, at least. Mm-hmm. I've been in a few arguments with people lately about that same topic, not, mm. not from your angle, from a different angle, but I have no expectations for other people. Yes. Is what I, for me, I'll set my expectations high because if I fail, it's on me. And what is hard for me is when I set expectations with other people and they fail yeah. and I hold my end. And that's what's been something for me. But if I'm going to set an expectation and I have a quality that I want to reach, I'm going to do it. And if mm-hmm. I don't, I know why. And the okay. other aspect, um, it's, it's the same thing. as I'm not being a victim of my circumstance. I'm mm-hmm. not being a victim of what's happening um, based on someone else because I don't expect them to give me if they do great yeah. if they don't great I'm gonna make it regardless mm-hmm. because of the expectation that a self expectation that I've set and I think that's where I usually get twisted with that is just because I think and I'm just playing devil's advocate here yeah 
I think the expectations that we set are sometimes higher and the clarity of what we expect of people hasn't been drawn. Mm -hmm. Like this is what I expect, Mm -hmm. you know, and this is when I expect it by, and Mm -hmm. this is how I expect it. Mm -hmm. And if it's not clear to a T that a two year old understands it, it's hard for me to hold someone accountable to that expectation Mm. because it wasn't clear to them. Yeah. And that's what I've, you know, I don't really know that much, but that's just how I feel. You know a lot. Stop saying that. You, you're, <laughs> you are wise beyond your years. Appreciate uh, it. <laughs> you are, though. You've, you've got good knowledge. I try. Saheli <laughs> loves it, but she hates it when I preach at her because she's like, okay, I'm over it. She's yeah. with me all the time. So she's like, stop, stop. But I, uh, that expectation for the choir was pretty cool. I, uh, I saw that it sold out. When I saw that, I was like, she's just killing it. I, I loved I love the whole segue into what you guys did. Because you did you have someone helping you? No. This is the thing. I have not paid. So, like, I, the only, like, no, I've done all the social media. I have, like, all the pictures and all that are my friends that are so talented. The videos, like, Chad and Jared, who, I mean, literally, if you guys ever need photographers or videographers. He's these, a photographer. Oh, really? He's a really good one. Oh, super good. Well, then we need to shoot. Oh, he'll, he'd love to. You know, but I've just, I've real, people have believed in me. Um, but no, I've not paid anyone to do my social media. Um, I have a guy that helps me with my website. Um, because again, I like don't. Like search engine optimization? I haven't or even done that. Okay. So I it's just to. the building. Just to literally put the pictures up, have a website. Okay. Um, but yeah, all social media I have done. And I'll tell you, it's exhausting. Oh. And it's... Full-time gig. Uh, Social media is full-time And that's gig. what sucks, is I feel like when I just had my personal one, it was just, I loved posting. It was like what I did that day and what I was feeling or da 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 Now, my personal one, that's still the way it is, but I, like, don't really... I've been trying to be better at posting. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, like, your business one, and I've been slacking, like, you have to be on, and it's not just posting on Instagram. It's Facebook. Mm-hmm. It's answering those all those messages. Then your email. Then your personal emails. They all feed in together, and it's hard. Oh, like I'll be yeah. like starting your own business. There's a reason why not everybody does it. This is how I was saying. I've always had luck. Yeah, like I'm doing this, but this is the hardest thing I have ever done. People think it gives you more freedom. It no, <laughs> I'm all no, no. You are like I went on um, this last trip, mm-hmm. Paris, Rome, and Egypt, and I worked for some of it doing makeup. When I got home, literally, like my friend I went with, she's like, "Oh my gosh, are you jet lagged?" I'm like, "I got home and I had to go pick my daughter up from school. I had to answer this, and since I've been home, it has been yeah. punch to the face. I mean, if I could even tell you." what I'm dealing with. I swear podcasts all happen for a reason. Like how we, this happened. Right. Literally, like I'm not a quitter. And I can say that the past two days, I've almost been like, I'm done. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With the quiet. uh Uh-huh. Things have just, you know. I'd be so upset with you. It's been, you know, I'm not married. Mm -hmm. I don't have a husband that's What's been the hardest part? What's been, what's been daunting? I think the hardest thing is that I am alone doing it. Um, I'm not married. I don't have a Mm -hmm. husband that I can bounce things off of or that is financially helping me. Mm -hmm. I don't even have a boyfriend that can help in that same way. I am a single mom. Mm -hmm. I have someone else I'm taking care of. 
um, I have great friends that I can call even today that I'm like, I'm about to have a breakdown. Mm -hmm. um, so talk me off of the ledge right. because I'm almost done. And I have that support, but I am the designer, marketing, social mm -hmm. media. Um, I mean, every I can't even think of everything, but everything, anything doesn't work. Mm -hmm. I have to fix it. Um, I do it all. And it's hard. Right. You know, so like all the hats you're wearing, not even in the business, but including mother mm -hmm. and caregiver. That's what the pressure is coming. Trying to still be. I, I, I do think it's important to keep social, being social, being a mother, doing my business. But, you know, it's hard when literally I have had uh, everything for my company has been my own dime. Right. I've had, and right now, that's one of the issues I'm trying to find an investor. Okay. Um, and mm -hmm. certain things haven't worked out with this person or that or blah, blah, blah. Um, and so that's what's hard. Mm -hmm. And it's, I mean, I've been to New York Fashion Week. I haven't even launched my hats yet. You oh, know, I like, want to talk about that, but we'll get there. You know, and so I think it, I'm sitting here going, everyone loves my stuff, mm -hmm. but do they? I know that sounds weird because then, but then I haven't asked. And so this is where it, I'm like the, the worst because I'll give advice to my biggest advice. I always tell my friends, well, you don't know until you ask and right. all they can say is no. And then there's me that I can't even take my own <laughs> advice because of that freaking wall. Mm -hmm. My pride of that. I can pay for everything on my own. So when you ask, has it harmed you? Has it absolutely? Because that's my struggle right now mm -hmm. is that I need to ask for money. Saying that right now, that is hard. Is that liberating? No. <laughs> I'm still saying that. I'm like, like, I'm almost like, did I just say that? Like, cut that out. Yeah, cut, cut that out. But no, like, it is, I mean, and if I even told, so, oh my God, like, this stuff, like, literally this past week, the stuff that has happened, you would probably be like, oh, okay, I can see why you might want to stop. Like, mm -hmm half of my hats that came I had to ship back they were all sized wrong how do you do that the main thing for my hats that I haven't really told anyone yet because I don't have even a sample of it mm -hmm. um, hasn't even been made I can't even talk about because I've been like stressed oh my gosh so Over it's top. like tomorrow I have a meeting that I'm just like if this doesn't work tomorrow it could push my hats off months mm -hmm. and that's where I feel like I let people down because I've been talking about it for so long mm -hmm. and like I have been working on it for so long and so hard and that's the thing I didn't drop the ball this mistake isn't my fault mm -hmm. it was someone else's and I'm reaping the consequences mm -hmm. that's what's hard so it's like my vision and something I've been hustling someone really dropped the ball and what makes my hat special hasn't even been made i haven't even seen the sample of my vision so it is like and i'm just like okay how long can i keep on pushing product and i can't sell it mm -hmm. how long can i keep on going not making an income and living off of a savings that i've spent my life saving for mm -hmm. and so like, this is the stuff people don't know that, like, not only am I dealing with that, I'm still having to post. I'm still having to 
figure out my website guy. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> and it has just, I mean, so it's like, and that's the one thing I hate. Like, I wish I have to be professional on my, the Kwai page. Like, I do share certain things, but I also don't want people to, like, I don't know, because I feel like all those women are, are like, they feel my emotions. Mm-hmm. I feel theirs. Like, and it's, it's just, it's, yeah, this stuff, if I knew it was this hard, I can honestly say I don't know if I would have done it. Is that so bad to say right now? Yeah, but I think it's right now. Like, can I tell you that? I oh. think, I think, one, this is so good to hear. Yeah. Because a lot of people just see the roses and, yeah. you know, the happiness of quite every business or every mm-hmm. relationship or every situation, especially in social media now, because all you post really are like, um, excellent top of the line, what people want to see. That's also something I don't want to do. So, like, everyone's like, you got to get your page looking good. I go, no, because I want to post. If someone's going to post a picture of wearing my thing, I'm not going to not post it because it doesn't fit my brand. Right. I, that is the other things I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to be another company that just does models and tall, skinny white girls when they, no, like, everyone Mm -hmm. is welcome. And I'm not, that's what I have a hard time with because so many like people are like, we, you need to get your page. And I'm like, no, because I love that picture and I'm not going to not post it of that girl or guy because it's not the coloring or this or that. Right. Well, and that's why I love this right now is because a lot of people only see those businesses and only see that stuff. And right now you're being so authentic that everyone goes through those difficulties and it's not all you know sunshine and rainbows like people want you to believe no and not it's at all but i also think that you feel this way right now because it is been a hard week yeah but i'm just you know in two <laughs> i'm ye- all yeah and then you think in two years when you have you know um chief marketing our officer and someone that's running your website and someone that's doing your social media and i mean there's still gonna be fires for you to put out but you'll look back and think and i think this is how it is for everything um, everyone I talk that's super successful says the journey to the success was what I miss. Oh, I won't miss this. We said now. <laughs> I'm all, no, like no. <laughs> when you see, like, I am not, a, I'm like, I have been like, even today I was like, oh my gosh, like to come here. I'm like, I am putting on makeup because I haven't since I've been home. I'm going to get ready because like, that's the thing that's hard is like, I never get ready. Like what people see in pictures, that's like once a month. Like I am. Like, everyone, like, like I'm a fancy cowgirl. Like, mm-hmm. I'll either be no makeup, did it where people are like, you're a makeup artist. I'm like, yeah, but I do better makeup on other people than, than myself. myself. yeah. Like, I don't do makeup on myself good. But, you know, it's starting your own company is not for the weak. I don't need, I'm like, I'm pretty strong, and I don't know if it's for the strong. <laughs> I don't know who it's <laughs> for right now because, sheesh, it is, I mean, it's this is the hardest thing and i mean single mom i would think that would be hard no what these past six months i would say these six months have been has been oi like it is up down once you that's why it's like i don't know what tomorrow what hit am i going to get tomorrow what punch in the face what's coming around the corner you know and like that's i was talking to one of my good met with one of my good friends today and 
I was just like, I'm a positive person. I'm the person that's like, no, mm-hmm. I can take this. Come on. And I can honestly say this past week, I have been totally defeated. Like, it's been one of those weeks. It's like, what next? Like, I don't want to say a woe is me, mm-hmm. but kind of a little, which isn't me. But I'm like, what is going on? And then there's the, the thing I always say. Well, you know, and I said it before, when you're in your lows is where you get your high. And I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> whatever, this is bull crap, you know, but sheesh i'm uh-huh. like i'm trying to be the one that's like what am i learning from right. this and i'm like freaking nothing right besides pain and agony besides and stress spending and money and not getting more yeah amen look he's here <gasps> you, you can go get her hug. so haley just walked in my Kawhi's girlfriend gonna go. my girlfriend's here Mm-hmm. I used to probably spend like in for business owner. I used to spend on clothes a month. Really? Totally. And now, like, I don't. How did I spend that much money on clothes? Really? Yeah. <laughs> I hardly spend money on clothes now. Like, God, you, you look great still. So hey, the queen, the queen say is here now, looking gorgeous as ever. We're having a great podcast say. She's killing it. She's talking about. The quiet and how hard it is right now. Facts. Oh, I told you she'd be here though. I know. She's supportive. I'm She's so the happy. cutest. She is the cutest. Yeah. Wherever you want. We're just chatting. Or you can come over here wherever. Yeah, you can come here. We should have brought another chair. Can I have your legs? Look at your legs. I've never had skinny legs. I would do anything for skinny <laughs> legs. <laughs> No, seriously. She, she cut 10 inches off her hair. I love it. I love it, though. She looks so hot. But at least you cut it and it didn't break off. Right? You know? You're like, this is a whole new world. It looks yummy. It's like all, you know? It looks good. I think it was a great decision. She looks so good. You guys are the cutest. When are you guys getting engaged? I'm putting the press. Wait, how it's long happening. have you guys been together? I know. You called me out I earlier. I did call him out. You called <gasps> me out earlier. How long? She didn't even know she called. A year and. Oh. A year and a half. Okay. Yeah. Mm, see I what know. I mean? She called me out. She called me out. She called me out, everybody. It's uh, It's been a good minute. Yeah. Mm, she didn't seem too convinced on the good hot minute. <laughs> <laughs> She's, She's like, like, yeah. yeah. Like, it's getting old. <laughs> But see, <laughs> so I told him that I have a rule that I won't ever date a guy over a year. I feel like at a year, if you don't know you sh- want to marry him, then don't waste more time and same with the guy. Because I think so many, especially younger people, because I've been there, you get in relationships and you just don't want to get out. And I actually just was listening to a podcast that breakups are literally you release whatever it is that is a cocaine addict so the recovering from that addiction is basically what you recover from from a breakup oh so you're saying like it's like the relationship is like an addiction is what you're saying and but not i don't want to say not an addiction but the actual breakup how hard it is like breakups are hard you know and it's literally like a recovery of 
caffeine and addicted to drugs. Mm -hmm. It releases the same, like, I know it's not serotonin. I'm not a fitness person, obviously, but like it releases Mm -hmm. that same juju that an addict has Mm -hmm. when you break up with someone. So, you know, it's kind of crazy. It was a crazy podcast. I don't remember what it was. I was like laying in our sauna, like. Just vibing. My mom, not even in a breakup, but that looks interesting. So I'm going to listen, you know. Breakup and cocaine. Hey. Hey, together. (laughs) What is that? Let's do it. (laughs) No, say you'll enjoy this podcast. I think we've covered quite a bit. I mean, not because of that reason, but she's been killing it. She's just talking about um, how hard starting her business has been compared to what she originally thought. Right now, she says she doesn't know if it'll be worth it or if she'll miss these times. I I think it's worth it. Like, I'm not kidding. When I say, <laughs> like, I, my friends have all been like, you're not quitting. Like, I can say even today, I was like, I'm done. Like, there, I have a meeting tomorrow, and if it doesn't go how I want, I'll be honest. I, I don't know. It will be a, yeah. Just because I think it would put off getting everything. So much. For so long. Like, I wouldn't be able to launch hats for probably another three months, minimum. And I just don't, I'm I'm tired. But what about uh, the scarves? Yeah. Oh, come on now. Like, how many more times can I launch a scarf? I'm even sick of, like, relaunching it. Like, <laughs> there needs to be more. You right. know what I mean? Right. Like, there needs to be another product added to it. Yes. And so, and how I want to launch the hats, I can't do without this thing. Right. And... And th- that's what else sucks is that I haven't even told anyone. And I would say it right now, but I'm worried other companies, actually another company has found out and they're starting. Oh, so that's wow. another hard thing is like, mm-hmm. it. I'm like, okay, so it's just, so that's what's hard. Right. Is I'm all, I'm watching my idea being taken off by possibly another company. Um, so it's just like, okay, whatever. And I'll tell you, working nine to five isn't so bad. <laughs> you know, benefits, um, paid time off. Right. Like, no, I went on. I think everyone, too, looks at my lifestyle like, oh, she just went to Paris and Rome and Egypt. I'm all I worked. Mm-hmm. You were working. I worked. Like, well, let's let I me, went, you know, let me ask you a strategic question. OK. Going back to happier times (laughs) i wouldn't i wouldn't say happier times where you are right now but if let's say your daughter said she wanted to start a company right Mm -hmm. what would be the advice not advice like it's hard so get ready but the advice of make sure you do this steps procedures that will eliminate maybe some of the pain or some of the i think pain is good in some cases but what are some things that you think would benefit her that you have learned through because this is the first time you're starting something right mm-hmm. so what have you learned through this experience that would she would benefit from but everyone else would benefit from too if this is something that they're looking for um in the future money have cash that, okay so i think it i think um to invest your own money is something that also investors look at because you, if you're not going to invest your own money, mm-hmm. then why would they invest in you? If you don't believe in doing that, but I should have been looking for investors. I should have had investors and in that have a business plan. Mm-hmm. Um, By business plan, do you mean uh, a, a sales plan? Kind of or like, a I just did it. Um, yeah, kind of a sales plan. How much your product costs. Um, margins. This, this, what you're thinking of selling it. Um 
outcome, like have some, I mean, I have a very detailed business plan that I wish I would have had when I, for like a year ago, okay. that I just did. Um, I think that's, they're a pain in the butt. They suck. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a migraine because it is trying to figure out all, and people are asking you questions. They're like, I don't know. This is what I think. Okay. Um, um, but I think, you know, it's hard. You have to have honest people around you because mm-hmm. I've had, and that's, I think, one of the things I'm questioning right now is friends, family, have you all been honest? Because I feel, you know, even at New York Fashion Week, everyone's like, we love this concept. This is brilliant. I mean, and that is something I, and like, I should have enjoyed being there. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I had the hardest time because I'm like, I'm at New York Fashion Week and I can't even sell hats and do da 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 Like, that's how, and I'm like, no, I should have enjoyed that time instead of stressing about this. And so I feel like my journey has been almost backwards mm-hmm. where I have all this support and like people, and it's, I think it's me, like people do believe in what I'm doing, mm-hmm. but then I'm like, well, why don't I have an investor? I know why, because I don't know how to ask mm. what we talked yeah. about. Um, and so, you know, and if I want to go to a bank, um, which I've looked into, that's hard too. I don't have a job right now. Yes, I have a savings that is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. But, you know, then it's finding a cosign. I mean, there's so much. And then it's not just like, oh, here, fill out this. I mean, that's crazy. But then it's like, you know, I can go ask. I have a lot of wealthy friends that are business entrepreneurs, but my pride gets in the way. You know, and I know, you know, like it's hard for me to go and be like, here's my business plan. Like, believe in me. And I'm also one that, you know, I have a couple of friends that, oh, my gosh, they could give me two hundred thousand dollars and it wouldn't even phase them. But they are business owners. So they're, you know, but I have a hard time even. Have you reached out to them, though? Not even for Mm -hmm. money, but for help. Like, Um, what would you do? I always ask. And they're ones that are like. You know, when I told them how much I sold um, my first day, they're like, and I won't drop names, but this is a huge, major company that you guys see. I bet you guys are probably wearing it. Um, he's a very dear friend of mine, and he's like, um, I think we sold maybe 20 items the first month. You know, so it's like, I'm like, okay, that gives me hope, hope. you know, but I don't know. It's, it's, I don't, it's that money is a sensitive area to me, which I have to man up. I have to right now. Mm-hmm. And so that's the struggle I'm at. So like if I was to give my Z is you've got to drop your ego, which I can't even say that I've done, obviously, because mm-hmm. it's like, but you have to. So is that what's going to, it's going to take for you to, you think, move forward with the quiet? Oh, I think have that's to find an investor. There's no question. Right now I have to find it. So any investors out there. <laughs> How much are you looking for? I'm only, uh, not a lot. Like a hundred thousand. That's all I need, and okay. I guarantee I'd have that paid back to them, like super quick. Okay, hundred thousand so is what you're looking for. That's it. Yeah. And is it for inventory or what? Inventory and marketing. So like, I want to do pop up shops. And again, this is also I'll be making money during this. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not. This isn't just a. But like, I plan. I would love this summer to travel and do pop up shops in all these different locations. Do like I have a a friend that is in charge of like all the news stations like 180 or something Mm -hmm. so like planning it out where we go on the news show and then say hey we're going to be at Nordstrom's or we're going to be at 
this tribe Kelly. I'm going to be a tribe Kelly in Nashville. Nice. Goal in my life. Um, <laughs> but, you know, so like things like that. And you want to know what? Yeah. My goal is to have someone do my social media. Well, you should. Yeah. It's because a full-time gig for sure. It is. Like, I still want to be a part of it. I would never because I love responding to people and, like, hearing what they have to say. But, um, you know, just stuff like that. So while we get going, that the money that we sell from hats and all the other things we're going to sell, not only will be, you know, I have to take some to live off of, but reinvesting in other products and getting all that going. Mm-hmm. So. So cash. Um. Yes. But then also that whoever invests, they would get a percentage like right equity in the company or even say it was like a loan. So mm-hmm. like a 10 percent interest. I'm just throwing out a number or right. something like that. So they will make something off of it because um, I there's no way I could do it any other way. Like I'm a contract like I'm the person say someone was like, hey, I want to invest in our company. I didn't know him. Say my company went under. I would pay that person back. Mm-hmm. I'm that I can obviously like. I could never screw someone out of money. It's just something my dad, my mom, you just it's don't. engraved in you. Yeah. Got so it. So it's like, okay, yeah, you know what? You give me money and it fails. Well, I'm never going to buy a house because I'm going to be paying you back mm-hmm. type of a thing. That's just how I am. Um, which you regret not having a partner in Kwai? Um, I, I wish I had a business partner. Like I a mentor? Wish, yeah, I wish. Well, and here's the thing. Like I have a, my stepdad. Um, he owns a consulting firm. He's brilliant. It's just, it's different. I wish I had someone that would come in and do the business side of it. Like, okay, well, we're putting money towards this. This is the website. Did it because I have no idea about. I mean, I have learned a ton, but I don't know anything about that. Give me the vision. Let me create. I can soar. But all this other stuff, I wish I had someone doing that. Um, that I trusted and like it was you know mm-hmm. so yeah having I think so even like I was saying I don't have a husband I don't have a boyfriend people that even have that mm-hmm. kind of counsel I think helps together you know well, yeah I was the reason I was thinking that is her dad actually consults for Franklin Covey mm-hmm. and he's a 40x which is the four disciplines of execution one of those disciplines of execution is having someone not sort of to compete with but to hold you accountable to certain things to bounce ideas mm-hmm. off of to come together to mm-hmm. reach larger heights. And so that's why I asked that question is because a lot of times, I guess, solopreneurs, you could say, mm-hmm. or entrepreneurs that do it alone, don't have that push factor that I think um, is beneficial. I've seen, you know, mm-hmm. working with sales teams and everything that I've done in my career, that having two people there to bounce off each other um, is just super beneficial. And those days that you're low, they could be high and, mm-hmm. you know, you can even out. And I think that's something that I was just wondering if you were um, ever regretted not having that stake in the ground that you can lean on and they can lean on you through weeks like this week. Yeah. So I'm sure the week that you sold you sold out all of the scarves was a completely different week than this week that you're having right now. It is, but I'm weird. I am one that I am not, uh, like... Yeah, you would think I'd be like, oh my gosh, yes. No, I'm the one that's like, okay, shoot, I sold out this time. What am I going to do? I'm already like thinking like New York Fashion Week. That's why I didn't enjoy it as much because. How did you get that invitation? Can we tell um, us that story? That was crazy. Oh, it, it was so random. It was just oh, like. It was, yeah. So, um, Sundance Film Festival, I have a friend, her name's Michelle, mm-hmm. who lives in Chicago, who I met through one of my dear friends here, Brandon. And she reached out and was like, hey, 
a friend of mine, Meredith Marks, is opening a store on Main Street, and would you want to do a pop-up shop one night? And he's like, well, I can't really do a pop-up shop because I don't have all my product. Um, I don't have the fine, I have samples, but I just don't feel comfortable showing people not the final product. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, we could do something like, you know, kind of collab somehow. And um, and she's like, oh, okay. So I didn't really tell anyone about it because I had no idea. Expectation thing. Yeah. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I don't know what it's going to be. Like, I know it. Like, I'm not even going to have hats there or whatever. Um, But Meredith is a jeweler. Um, amazing jewelry. She is uh, the sweetest. And of course, like I told a couple people and we had a huge turnout and it was so much fun. Um, and I think she just saw that. And then the next night she had Irina, um, Shabayeva. I think I might've just said, but she's, um, uh, project runway winner. I always stutter that together and right now she's on the she's on it again for like all the winners what is that called when all the winners come back the winners of the winners I don't yeah know. Like <laughs> I don't know what, so she and so I met her and she reached out like a week after that and was like hey I'm doing a show at New York Fashion Week do you want to bring your hats literally and it was the next week wow. and I had to do custom hats so I was like uh yeah okay wow. you know how cool is that yeah how so cool is that and all women which i love like here are like meredith marks has been in the industry she's a powerhouse woman like i'm a little peon to her you know Irina, she won project runway and mm-hmm. has all these dresses and here like it was cool just to see two women believe in me mm-hmm. and be like we want to bring your hats can you can you bring it you know and so it was really cool i think it's still i haven't had a chance to like appreciate like, I mean, oh, the runway, the show, stunning. I wow. mean, like, I was legit at... A that was your first time ever being there, right? Yeah. No, I'd been... No, I've been to Fashion Week before. Okay. But just as doing makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, so never like this. And, right. And, you know, I think people always look at, like, New York Fashion Week like it's only the Dior and, like, Chanel huge. But there's also ones that are the size of this room. Mm-hmm. And that people kind of just stand and people, you know, are tiny. And so, m- like, it was surreal. Like, right. pretty darn cool, you know? Yeah. Um, but then all I can think of is, well, I'm not making a dime. But I spent money for this, mm-hmm. but I'm not making a dime. And that's what's hard is, like, okay, I need to appreciate. Like, I was just smiling, but then I go to that, but I didn't make a dime. Appreciate the little wins. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's where it's hard is I'm, like, I have all this great leeway. I'm, like dude, I know designers that would die to be asked to go to New York Fashion Week right. and have been launched and working on their craft for years. And here I haven't even launched. And I've already gone. Mm-hmm. And it's b- so that's where it's like, which is so cool. If you think about that, that's impressive that you were able to network and have something that people believe in enough to invite you to New York Fashion Week. Yeah. And that's just, you know, who you are. You you earned that, which is incredible. Yeah. And I can't even, because we were going to do the podcast that week. Yeah. that w- And I was like, I can't. I'm going out of town. You're like, I'm going to New York Fashion Week. I'm like, hell yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even think about coming here. Yeah. That so was crazy. Yeah. Cool stuff has happened. But it's like, you know, money runs the world. Mm-hmm. And Cash is king, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where it's like, 
you know, people believe in me, but it's also, I can't blame anyone because truly, um, I really haven't asked for someone to support me in that way. So it is kind of on me, Mm -hmm. that reason. And it's hard, like even thinking about it, like I'm like tomorrow, if it doesn't, like everything kind of like if this meeting goes good, then I think I have someone that is going to invest that I would love. Um, it's actually a friend, mm-hmm. which is one of the hard things. He, right. I don't want to say names. He'll probably kill me. But, um, you know, we talked today and it's like he's given money to other friends and a they've never paid him back and he doesn't have their friendship anymore. But I also said at the same time, I go, these other friends, um, what were the first words I said to you when you offered? I didn't ask when you offered. And he, you know, he's like, well, that you wanted a contract and a monthly payment, like a payment. You know, I'm not just like, give me your money, you know? And so, you know, but it's hard because I do understand. And he's one of my dearest friends, like one of my best friends. And so I, I'm with him. I'm like, shoot, you know, would it be awesome? Because he's so smart in business and he would help me, um, that way too. Like it, he can't be obviously cause he runs other businesses, but it would be like every other week we would meet and he would be like, okay, what's going on? Da, 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 da. What, what can I help? I saw this, let's do this. Um, but at the same time, is it like, you know, there's a chance that it could, you know, absolutely. like anything work wise with friends or family can always go south quick and so you know that's it's kind of like we it's one of those that Mm -hmm. you just you don't know Mm -hmm. know, and so it's like okay well nerve-wracking kind of scary don't want to lose the friendship i think i'm gonna have a stroke (laughs) for reals you guys this is no joke and you guys this cannot I for real was like, okay, so what's his butt just died of a stroke? You know, nine oh, I saw this on your story today. Um, his, vi- they're like, your vision goes, mm, um, you like your balance. Um, I thought I, I have vertigo. Like, no, for for reals in Europe, I got like throwing up because I was so dizzy and couldn't stand. And I'm like, if I'm gonna die, it better be like I can't die of a stroke. Like, take <laughs> on me your down motorcycle. on my motorcycle. Like, <laughs> don't ride with so the helmet. So now I'm like, oh my gosh, am I gonna have a stroke? Oh, and, like, I already slur because I'm dyslexic. Uh Um, And, like, when I was little, I couldn't say my ahs and my ls. (laughs) So, like, I still totally could go without saying my ahs, and it would just be a miracle. Like, I would (laughs) love it. (laughs) I'm serious. That's how I used to talk. So I could go back and, like, so my mouth literally gets tired because I still have to focus on it. So I slur naturally, like towards the end of the night. Some people are like, have you been drinking? Like, is there? And I'm like, no, this I'm just happened. lazy talking. But it's been worse. I'm like, I'm going to have a stroke. You're not. Go to, when's the last time you had a physical? Uh, All right. Well, let's get to the doctor. Let's get a physical. What do I, do I have to run in these physicals? Like. <laughs> I don't know. For a guy, they make, they touch you and make you cough. But I don't know what they do. For, <laughs> they do that for girls? When you're having cough? Wait, why do you know. have to cough? I don't I'm know. They so check. They check something. They put their finger all up in your junk, and they turn your head, and you cough, and you have a guy. You have a daughter. But yeah, that's how they do a guy. I don't know how they do. I like get my yearly checkups, but. Yeah, well, they do oh, like well the mammograms. I don't have any sisters. Yeah, the normal. Go get your blood work done. Oh, I don't know, but Anyways, n- maybe so you'll yeah. die in a stroke on your motorcycle. That'd be dope. I'm down for that. That would not be dope. 
We would all be so sad. How long have we been going now? Oh, we do. Oh, that's long. Uh-huh. I'm no. like jabber jaws. Wait, no, you can just talk forever. I feel like we've been here for 15 minutes, huh? Yeah. Feels seriously. Well, I want to have you back on. I really do. I want to have all of the people I've had on on again. The thing that I think I took away from your podcast that's been sticking out to me is is asking. Mm-hmm. I had one Steve Rockazella barber, incredible man, mm-hmm. incredible. If you haven't listened to his podcast, you have to. Okay, I, I I'm just getting into all this. Podcast I'm sending you stuff. all of them. I'm sending you like all of them for reals. I just barely started listening to podcasts. I'm sending you all of them. Kay. You're listening to Bryology, all of them, because all of the people that have been on have been incredible. He taught me caring is most important mm-hmm. about one your end consumer, but those around you. Dan Spurgeon, stud doer. He taught me that you just need to do. A lot of people talk and say and strategize, but they don't do. They don't just act. Mm-hmm. And when you act, you complete. You're a closer. You're not a loser. And what he means by that is you finish what you start, right? Mm-hmm. And I think what I've learned from you that I've taken away is don't be afraid to humble yourself and ask mm-hmm. for whatever it is. Yeah. Advice, money, you know, whatever it may be right now that you need to ask for for somebody a shoulder mm-hmm. crying. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Ever, trust me, I've cried on everyone's shoulder. So. <laughs> <laughs> like Dixon, Christina, mom. <laughs> I think asking is super important. So before we wrap up, plug in whatever you want to plug Instagram, website, Kwai, launching, whatever it is that you want people to hear. We usually have a thousand people listen. No, it's not a lot, Ooh, but that's a ton. Let's see if you can break the record. I think 1200 is the record for a podcast okay. episode. So let's see if if yours can break you the bank. Just have to tell me how I do it. Like we'll how work I on together. tell people. We'll Google it after this. Okay. We'll talk I about s- a few things. I have some ideas for you. Like how I share. Like how do I say people listen to this podcast? Because I don't even know that. Don't judge me right now. No, I'm, I'm judging myself. Cause like, I'm like, ooh, how do I help her? I don't know. Well, like, I've never where done do it. you like? No, but like, say like how you said I want to listen to these other people. How do I go and listen? Like iTunes, the iTunes store. There's a little. There's a. So like, this is the app I have. Let me show you. Um, like I have this podcast. Yep, that's where mine is. Okay, so that's where yours are. Yep. But then, how do I get a link? So that's what I'm wondering: is how do I like copy and paste, or like how do I, you know, I guess I can record, like two and be like, go listen. I don't know. Oh, boom! We're okay. gonna show you this. Okay. All right, tell us where can we find you? You can find Instagram is the dot Facebook. See, I'm the worst at Facebook. It's the Kwai page, but I think if you type in Kwai Tribe, it comes up. Okay. Um, but the scarves will be back on sale this Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, free shipping if you go on Facebook, and then it will be live for everyone on the website on fri- this coming Friday, um, which is March 8th at 8 a.m. And then hats, you guys, let's just pray that they, <laughs> like, tomorrow goes good. <laughs> it's like, baby Jesus. <laughs> I'm calling them all. Like, yeah. I'm like, white Jesus, black Jesus, Mexican Jesus, you are all giving <laughs> me your blessings right now. Okay? Like, all of you. Mary, whoever you guys believe in, universal Jesus. Get the hats here. Get me the things that are going with the hats. What what message to the Kwai tribe? I love you. My Kwai tribe is the only reason why I haven't quit so far. So let's hope tomorrow I don't quit. But she's not quitting. I'm not letting her. My Kwai tribe is the everything in the all universes of universes. And I don't even have like 
I feel like that's what's so crazy is I don't have a lot of following. Like, I really don't compared to all these huge We have a bloggers, loyal following. But I have a loyal following. And if you look at half of these people that have, you know, close to a million followers, like, my comments are from people are so real and just kind and, you know, I'm like, take that, people. Mm-hmm. I've got loyalty on my side. You know, I've got the good, the good beasts behind me, so... Perfect. Well, as always, if you like this podcast, Mm -hmm. please share it. Put it on your social media. Tell a friend. I don't even care if you post it. Just tell a friend to listen. Oh, no. They're going to post it. Post Post it. it. Post it. If you don't post it, you know, I don't know. We're coming after you. Yeah. If you've listened and not posted it. Trouble in Chinatown. Trouble in Chinatown. (laughs) All right, guys. We're out.